Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Women's Football Success. I'm your host, Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington. Today's episode is 2013, and I got a lot to get to today, so I'm gonna, just going to start it off real quick. So my disclaimer is that I am an attorney. I'm licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas, but I'm not your attorney. If you have a legal issue, get an attorney. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, any of the information that I provide on the websites, blogs, digital and print material is all business information only and does not create an attorney-client relationship between us. So go get yourself an attorney if you have any issues. So, okay, so a lot has happened this week. I, in fact, I was getting ready to say, you know, not much has happened this week. And then I get a post, I get another post, I get a question. I get, um, And so I want to go through a couple of things that um, are going on right now. First of all, I want to go through, um, at the end of this episode, I am going to have a interview with the ladies from the Waco, uh, Waco Mad Bears. I always wanna say Mad Dogs just because um, I used to know somebody on a team called the Mad Dogs, so it just comes to mind, but they are the Waco Mad Bears. Super excited, the ladies are doing an awesome job. So we'll share with share that with you later in the show. First off, I'm going to go through um, a couple little things that are going up on the, the social media. And then I'm going to talk to you about the leagues that are springing up. And I was going to talk to you about a couple things with regards to the, um, hold on. Now I forget what the name of the darn league is. Hold on. Seriously, this is just crazy so hold on just a second the new league that i was going to talk about was the one that i got some questions on today hold on just a second it is come on <laughs> where's that People are sending me stuff all over in different directions. That is not where that is. That is over here. It's the WFLA. WFLA. That's the one out of LA with uh, Lupe Rose. And um, I'll share with you what I know. Um, but I will tell you, I don't know a ton. I just know what I know about historical things. And um, in talking to other people. The other thing is... Do, 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 do. I wanted to share with you, um, you may or may not know this yet, but the XFL, the, what is this thing called? It's listed under the EXTFL, but it's called the X League. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that because it's just crazy out here, okay? So real quick, I'm just going to go do a couple announcements real quick. So, um... Not to make everybody all freak out, but there's a lot of things going on in women's football these next couple days, and it's just going to get crazy and crazy. And um, what's happening now, I feel, is that we are muddying the waters. We are creating uh, some of these places have five teams. Some some of these cities have five teams in them. It's ridiculous. Um, and I'm going to share with you what I know. I'm going to share with you what I believe or understand. 
and what I have witnessed over the last year or two. Um, a lot of people are just now realizing that the um, WFLA is um, out there promoting themselves. Um, they've been doing this for a year already. Um, and then, of course, everybody announced, you know, the big announcement was that the LFL discontinued. Um, and then the next day, they start right up with the X League. Um, and I'll share with you a couple things um, that are going on there. Um, within the WFA, we are just cranking away. I wanted to sh answer a couple questions that have been posted um, about um, age of play. You know, it's 18 years and older to play in the WFA. Um, the you make sure that you read your bylaws because it's 18 as of I believe it's April 1st. Um, so if you have a person that's coming out that maybe is graduating this year from high school and she's interested in playing for your team this next season, then when she does her tryout, I would have a parent or guardian sign a, a waiver and then have her sign a waiver as well. Both of them sign a waiver. And then once she turns 18, she needs to sign a new waiver again, okay, just to cover your bases on that. But they don't have to be 18 until after April First, another thing I want you guys to check on your bylaws on um, within the WFA is the the tier two and tier three teams, um, the minimums and maximums of the number of players that you can have. A lot of people are telling me, "Okay, I'm all, I I I'm, I almost got my thirty. I almost got my 30. And what you need to realize is you need to make sure you read those bylaws because it's thirty as of roster time. So if you have 30 now and you lose seven between now and then because of injury, they can't play, they can't pay, they can't, they don't have time to practice, then you are going to already be at 23 and you haven't even started the season. So make sure that you're reading those um, bylaws and make sure that you are, you know, understanding what you are supposed to be doing by roster set day and by game day, okay? With that being said, not much more news has been going on with regards to um, the WFA this week. Um, I noticed that there's been some issues on social media about the whole, oh my gosh, there's a new league coming, da 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 I saw some posts here by Burmy um, kind of questioning his... Um, whether he's doing any good for women's football anymore, um, or is he just a, a guy, another guy on his soapbox? Well, I'll tell you what, to be honest with you, everyone that's really commenting on women's football right now um, are in the same boat. A lot of them are speaking about things that they don't know about and or they are not willing to share the things they know about because they might hurt somebody's feelings. And if that's the case, then you're kind of wasting your time in this whole um, atmosphere, this industry of women's football, because um, a lot of things that are going on that people don't know about that are behind the scenes. And um, I think that a lot of people are misunderstanding and 
not perceiving things properly. I know that, um, you know, people have been squawking at this, this uh, what is it, WFLA league. Um, but, I mean, good and bad, you know, obviously I'm pro WFA all the way, right? I, I just, I don't really care what the other leagues are doing with regard to my product and my stuff, okay? Now, if they're trying to take my stuff, that's completely different. Um, with regards to the other leagues, I can share with you what I've seen, what I've been able to recognize off of the materials that they've provided. Um, but you have to be a diligent person, somebody that's not going to be naive and just be led in a um, different direction. Let's share with you real quick. I'm going to talk about this X League. Um, it looks to me, to be honest with you, to be about the same exact thing as the LFL. Now, I know that the LFL was rebranded from the league it was before. So the difference that I see in here is that their schedule is now like the WFA, like the WNFC, like the USWFL, like the whatever, the TWTFL down there in Florida. It looks like they have rearranged their schedule to start in April. So my guess for this is that they realize that um, they're not able to use those stadiums during those high, tra high traffic, high ticket times when the NFL is using some of those big boy stadiums. And my guess would be that they are going to be using a little bit smaller stadium. And I believe that they do arena, like indoor, like Coliseum type stuff. Um, let's see here. I think Denver. Let me let me just check and see real quick um, where Denver plays, and I'll be able to tell you. Denver. Is it at the Pepsi Stadium or is it ticket? Let me see here. Let me buy a ticket. Denver Coliseum. Yep. Okay. So yeah, so it's indoor. It's going to be arena style. It looks like. Um, I don't, I didn't check to see how many weeks it was. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And what they're doing, it looks like they're taking May 23rd off as a buy and January 4th off as a buy. Surprise, that's what we already do. Um, anyway, so I'm not sure. I think that the XF, uh, the X League, which is under extfl.com, is the LFL just rearranged to a different set of dates. And the reason I say that is if you go and look at the promo that they put out and you go down to the bottom of the YouTube promo, you'll see that on the bottom right, it is, um, first of all, it's on the LFL YouTube and it has the LFL branding on the right side, uh, bottom right corner of the video. So I would say that this is LFL rebranded. Okay, let's get on to real quick. Um, I want to talk about 
the oh goodness i keep messing up all these different acronyms guys i mean it's like really making me crazy the wfla so let's go over there okay um wfla after i'm done with this i'm going to go over christmas and then we are going to get to the interview with the waco mad bears okay so real quick um the wfla women's football league association everybody's talking about the new video that went out on their webpage yesterday and again i don't really care to anymore talk about anybody but the wfa but i want to get since we're on off season and this is a good time to talk about this let's get it out, out in the open let's get it done and moving on okay so i have never met lupe she seems like a nice lady um the it seems like she's got a really good organization really good crew of people around her that are working diligently to make this happen there's there's only a couple flaws that i see in here and that's why you know shout out to lupe um i think that they're doing a pretty good job um i see a couple of issues um, which i'm going to share with everybody here but i don't you know i don't know enough about them to know what's going on i know there's been a, a lot of discussion about it so let's get to it um i'm on their wfla facebook page but what i want to go to that's not where i want to be i want to be over here so their wfla football.com website is still under construction couple things that I have here is questions that I would like answered or if people know the answers to these. I've noticed people have been talking about how they've tried to reach out to her and to people in her crew and um, they're getting negative responses. Um, I have not gotten any negative responses, just so you know. Um, the, the only thing that I see here is that some of the names that they've chosen um, are already trademarked um, by other people, by other teams that existed before. Now, I don't know if they've obtained those trademarks from those teams or if they just, you know, haven't gone through the process of fully completing um, or um, are really stuck on those names. Um, I know for a fact that Dallas Diamonds um, was owned by Don Burnt. And um, so I don't know if they've obtained that from her or if she's get, gotten rid of it or if she, you know, what, how that has happened. Um, but some of these other names that already have teams that exist in those states or cities with the same name. So I'm not sure how they're gonna do that. That's, but that's them, that's whatever. Um, The other question that I have, first of all, tryouts, scouting combine and tryouts, it's one word, tryouts is one word. But with that being said, um, my other issue, is that it has already moved from starting in 2020 to starting in 2021. So that makes me a little hesitant, but still not, you know, I'm not totally upset about it. 
But what I will say, let's so let's talk about what's good. What you know, what they're doing good. First of all, um, their goal is to offer opportunities to women. Shout out for that, right? We're all trying to do that. Um, what I love about okay, let's say what I love about this league. Um, other than the fact that I'm in love with my league, um, they have not tried to take teams that already exist or that are already um, working and have been generated and created and trying to split those teams, okay? The WFLA is not trying to split teams. They're not trying to um, steal players from teams, those kind of, they're trying to just, they're just saying, look, if you are interested in playing football, reach out to us and Let's see if this, if, you know, you can go to a tryout or combine and let's see if you have the skills to participate. Now, let's talk about the money part of it. I have no idea about the money. I've seen that they've offered a $2 million to one person and maybe a $2 million or a million to another person. Um, that's just two. But if they're going to have 30, 32 teams times 55 girls, that's a lot of money. A lot of money. Um I do, let's see here. I do know that she um, owns a company. Uh, hold on just a second. She Beverage Company, and real quick, before I make this statement, is a woman-owned healthy beverage manufacturer and brewery. So shout out to the, the fact that she's willing to enter um, this kind of industry, um, you know, I, I totally think that's awesome. Let's see here. Hold on. There's one big thing here and I don't want to reveal it. And if it's already, they do have some litigation going on. with regards to somebody that was going out and getting some. Now I will tell you, okay, so if you go to their website and look at their investment guide, it says that they are currently in their final pre-IPO stage for She Beverages. Um, I'm gonna stop there and you guys should, can research what that means and what the significance or, or questions about that are, okay? That's all on you guys to do that. It looks like they are going to have another, well, nope, they already had that draft. Um, it looks like they've now created She Global Entertainment, which I'm guessing has to do with the um, first ever women's football draft at the MGM Grand um, press release we've already seen all this they're doing a dating app that keeps you safe every step of the way so they've got a lot of different things coming um, I hope that they have a big big um, group of people that are working with them. So again, my biggest positive um, point
point about the WFLA is unlike the WNFC, they are going out and trying to create new established, new, newly established teams. They're not going and trying to connect with um, players or coaches um, from existing teams and having them split off or separate and create new teams, if that makes any sense. Those are the details that I have with regards to those leagues, okay? Um, again, pro-WFA always have been, always will be, and um, we're going to move forward with this. You guys are responsible as potential owners, as potential coaches, support staff, and players. You need to do your due diligence before entering into anything. I feel like I'm like a... A disclaimer for an insurance salesman or something. Please, please, please do your due diligence, which means research, look at, collect some information about before you um, move forward or put your bodies on the line or put your money on the line. Know what you're getting into and um, have some things in writing and documented. Um because there's a couple ways that these uh, companies can um, get out of uh, performing or producing for you. So hopefully um, you guys have looked at that and are ready to move on. Real quick, I have like five minutes left to talk about Christmas. And then we will get to our interview with the Waco Mad Bears. So this week, um, so this is going to air on December 18th. And so the next uh, show I'll probably pre-record for, um, I think that would be Christmas Day. Um, so we'll probably post it early or post it late, depending on how fast I get that done. But so I wanted to share with you guys Christmas. Shout out. Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope you guys are having an awesome time. You know, visiting with your family. This is what we call like our calm before the storm in women's football and over um, at the Dallas Elite um, camp, I guess you could say. Because um, although we've already um, recruited a lot of players, this is kind of the calm before the storm because business starts in January. Like we are getting down to business January 4th and things are nonstop from there. Okay. Usually practices are two, three, four days a week, depending on what team you're on. Every team is different. Um, so right now is kind of the relaxed time. So with that being said, why am I talking about Christmas? Well, first of all, share a bunch of time with your family, loved ones, everybody. Um, let them know what you're doing in women's football, um, that you're, you know, being able to play this wonderful sport that people told you you'd never get to do. Um, I think of women's football as the ultimate epitome of female empowerment, um, which is why I talk about the fact that, um, you know, it would be hypocritical or counterproductive for people in women's football to, to be bullied by other teams or other people in women's football. So um, make sure that you are uh, representing women's football in the best possible way you can. Um, with honesty, integrity, ethics, and um, with an interest in growing 
the sport and empowering little girls to um, be great women. So with that being said, hold on just a second. Okay, so with Christmas on the brain, so I know everybody's like out there shopping, making crazy. Look, you know, I, if I could tell a female football player, coach, support staff or owner, what to do for women's, for Christmas, first of all, I'd say don't go into debt, no debt, hashtag no debt holiday, right? So don't go into debt for Christmas because you're going to be paying it off for the next two years and you don't even know it, right? With that being said, if you are a uh, potential potential female football player in women's football, what does Christmas mean to you? Christmas means putting on your Christmas list. I would put cleats. I would put practice jerseys practice pants, a girdle, football pads if you don't already have them, football helmet. Um, some teams have specific helmets that they wear and some let you just get whatever as long as it's black. Talk with your team before you get that or have a family member um, get you a gift card. Okay, so let me go back through that because this is, this is going to be like my list of 10 10 things the potential female football player needs for Christmas or needs to ask for or put on her Christmas list, however you want to say it. So number one, cleats. Number two, practice pants. Number three, practice jersey. Number four, a girdle. If you're, I'm not talking about Spanx, ladies, okay? I'm talking about a girdle that goes underneath your football pants that holds all your crap in. And um, it looks... It, Kinda is like Spanx, but it's Spanx for football players. So, cleats, practice pants, practice jersey, girdle, helmet, shoulder pads. I'm at six right there. Some extra practice socks. So you want those long, long socks that go all the way up to your knees that go inside your cleats so that you don't get turf burn, okay? So there's seven. If I were to change up my list, my next one, what would actually be my first one would be uh, gas gift cards for going to and from practice, to and from games, right? Gas gift cards. That's number eight. And let's see, a gigantic bag to carry all your crap. Football, helmets, shoulder pads, all that stuff, a big bag. Um, I would also get some sort of a water bottle, personal water bottle, so you don't have to use the ones on the sidelines at practice, they're cleaned and sanitized. Well, our team cleans and sanitizes those before each uh, practice. However, that's not always the case. So you could get sick from those if they're not cleaned on a regular basis. So get yourself a nice, cute, personalized water bottle. That would work. So that is my 10. Is that my 10? Okay, so cleats. Practice pants, practice jersey, Spanx or girdle, helmet, shoulder pad, helmet, shoulder pad. I forget what I said. Um, practice socks, gas cards, a giant bag, and a personalized water bottle. Top 10 things 
for a potential female football player. Shout out, guys. Okay, with that being said, I have a uh, quite a long um, interview with the Waco Mad Bears out of Waco, Texas. Super excited. They're doing a great job. That's be Shannon and Brittany. And um, so I will be back here in a second with that interview. You guys feel free to reach out to Super Small Biz, supersmallbiz.com, and click on women's football area. Or you can reach us at the uh, Women's Football Success Facebook group. Once I hit 100 new members, 100 blocked, closed, private members, then I'm going to share with you guys the free um, tutorial on why you want to be a paid football player. And you can be a paid football player in the WFA. I'm going to share with you why you want to do that and then how to do that. You guys have a great week. Talk to you later. So welcome back to Women's Football Success. Super excited because I have Brittany and Shannon on the line with us today from the Waco Mad Bears. Hi, ladies. How are you doing? Good morning. <laughs> well, I wanted to, I reached out to you guys because I know that you are new to the WFA. And so I kind of wanted to get kind of a fresh idea of what you have going on and, um, First off, like how you even heard about women's football? So I heard about it through really researching because I played sports all my life. So I was just researching on any kind of women leagues they had out there. And it just so happened the Boston Renegades popped up on the internet. So I was researching it and I was like, I want to do that. So I went on the internet searching. I see, um, I looked at the site where it says start a new team. So I just jumped in it and started it. That's awesome. So what what is your main goal with the team? I know you guys talk a lot on your site about community involvement. Tell me a little bit about that. So really what our motto is at the moment is ending the stigma around just the thought that women can't compete in the harder sports or just harder daily activities in, an, in, in the industry as well as breaking down those barriers that surround us. Um, you know, we've reached out to a couple people and just general conversation telling others, you know, what we're doing. And we get a little laugh and a general comment is, this isn't real football. It's like the lingerie type football, right? And we tell them, no, this is full contact, 11 on 11. It's the real deal. So we want to bring that to the local community, break that barrier that women are incapable of the hard stuff and really be a good image for the younger girls growing up so they have something to look up to and say, hey, I can do that when I get older and I'm going to do that. Nothing's going to stop me. That's awesome. The I really think that women's football is like the epitome of female empowerment because you can be all shapes and sizes and all these different women from different uh, backgrounds all coming together. So. Um, I really enjoy that part of it. So tell me real quick, how did you guys come up with your name, Waco Mad Bears? So I just kind of went off with Baylor Bears. That's, that's the big name around here for the Waco community. So I said, well, I just go with Waco Mad Bears because we're bad and we want to hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cute story. Uh, so... Um, what have you guys been doing to get ready for this first season? I know that, you know, things are getting underway. And I know you guys had a tryout on Saturday and Sunday. 
How did that go? We had a pretty good turnout. Players out there. We've been building our coaching staff. I'd say we're pretty strong now. We're really organized. We have some great coaches that are super excited for us. And I think a big thing when you're talking about women's football and these girls coming out, trying out on the team, seeing what it's about, they have people that care and believe in them. And that's a huge motivator. So I, yeah. Another thing is, you know, we're, the way I look at it is we're not a team, we're a family. And the family that fights together, they win together and, you know, we just encourage each other and no matter what the background is, no matter the experience, come be part of our family. Yeah, it's it's really cool uh, to see a team kind of meld together and the ladies, you know, start to become sisters and then lean on each other when, you know, when they're having hard times or when people are celebrating things. It's really cool to see that come together. Um, yes, one of the one of the questions that I had for you guys is, first of all, I've noticed that you guys have had pretty quick success with getting a lot of the teams, you know, have a difficult time getting like media. And I saw that you guys were already featured on the news there in Waco. So how did you guys, how did that happen? Was that by accident or did you guys get out there and talk to somebody? So, you know, just whenever you're starting anything up, it's all about reaching out to people and getting your name out there, especially these days with social media, Facebook, Twitter, it's where you hear the news first anymore. So we've just started pushing a lot of promoted ads on Facebook to get players to come out and try out. Um, the news reached out to us asking if they could come out to one of our practices. You know, we're just trying to maintain that positive image. And I think that's really touching people because it's something different. This is the very first woman yeah. full contact football team Texas and another thing that we want to do with this team is bring awareness to Waco that it's not just Baylor it's not just Magnolia it's something greater than that it's a tight-knit community that's gonna break those barriers we're gonna come together and we're gonna make history yeah that's really cool the first women's full contact football team in Waco it's, you guys must be very proud that um, that you're starting that and, and creating a legacy. Um, yes, ma'am. It's It has its moments where it's pretty stressful. And, you know, when you get turned down for, oh, you know, we just don't allow professional teams to rent our field. You know, that's the struggle we've had is finding a home field. But mm -hmm. I think we're in a good place with that now. And just another thing we're doing is helping the smaller businesses get their names out there too. And that's how we're going about our sponsorships because right now, while we're gaining sponsors, we're all having to pay out of pocket for our practice gear and everything like that. Right. Yes. And I, I, I agree 100% with you. I actually, um, on several of the radio shows that I've done in the past, a lot of people ask me, you know, how do you get sponsors? And I really focus on the small businesses. Um, historically, it's been very difficult to get the big businesses because there's just, you know, all those layers of different people that have to make decisions. Um, yeah. But also the small businesses need that um, low cost um, promotion as well. So it's kind of a win win for women's football and small business to work together. And I have seen so on your website, you guys are already getting a ton of sponsors. Um, I see there that you guys are just out there working and you said that you're, you're working with getting some sponsors this afternoon. So share with us what you do to get out there and, and talk to potential people. 
So just again, focusing on the small businesses right now, our apparel sponsors, Mad Color Customs, they're out of Austin, Texas. You know, they're working with us. They understand that we're starting from the ground up. They're helping us get this gear for our players, um, just get our name on a couple things so we can potentially start selling those to fans, start building our team account. Um, and they're absolutely fantastic to work with. Very quick turnaround. We order something and we have it in the next couple days. And our other sponsor is a local restaurant, Brown House Cafe, and it's a family-owned business, which is one of my favorites to work with just because we're able to sit down with them one-on-one and not just, you know, do a full business talk, but just let them know our mission and what it means to us and, you know, just our vision for the community. And they're being a family-owned restaurant, that's just community in itself. And we want to help support all those businesses as much as they can support us. So, you know, with our sponsorships, we're, we have a couple different levels and all of them include social media advertising to get their names out there. Um, spoken word advertisement at the games, throwing them in the in-game program. We got a lot of ideas. We're open to different things. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So like I said before, you guys already had some tryouts. I know you guys are continuing to have kind of an open tryout. Tell me about your open tryout and um, when practices start and where those are at. So we're going to start up again January 4th, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's Sunday on January 5th, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. It's at um, 6100 Tennyson Drive, Waco, Texas. So it's going to be open trials for any new players and just regular practice for the players that's already on the team. And we're going to continue doing that from um, every week on out until we got to have that final roster turned in. Gotcha. And that's at the Tennyson Middle School, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Cool, cool. So um, why don't you um, share, do you guys have any events coming up? Um, so in the new year, we are looking at doing a couple community events. We want to get with Keep Waco Beautiful. It's part of the larger organization of Keep Texas Beautiful. We've met with the president of that organization, and we believe it'll be good team building for us, but also a good way to give back to the community and cleaning up the Brazos River. That's the main waterway out in the central Texas area. Um, and we really want to start looking into reaching out to some of the elementary schools and seeing if we can come in, maybe play a little football with those kids and show the younger girls that they can do this too and just be involved with them, give them something to look up to. And then, you know, we're, we've been told we need to have cheerleaders at our games. And we're fully in support of that, but the route we want to take is getting those younger little girl cheerleaders out there so they can get used to performing in front of a crowd um, and especially a woman's sport. Yeah. Well, that's, for themselves in a way. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. The um, So ch- one last thing. Well, maybe the last thing. Where are you guys going to play your home games? Um, so we've been in contact with a couple schools around the area. It's looking like um, Hilton High School out in Hilton, Texas. Um, you know, we, we spoke with them and they're super excited for having this type of organization out in the area. They're fully supportive, and they said they're going to help us out. They're going to do what they can for us. Um, a lot of the schools, you know, they just have their rules and regulations, and it's very expensive to get a home field. We spoke to one independent school district, and that's $3,000 per game, and that's just not feasible for us. So we've gone to the smaller schools, and it looks like that's going to turn out for us. We're very excited about that. 
Awesome. And that just goes back, honey, you know, working with the small businesses, working with the smaller schools. Yes. Yes. It really, it really does make a difference. And I, you know, Waco is a, a little different seeing that you guys are the first female football team, but I know a lot of the other areas that, that have had football teams before, it's difficult there as well to find uh, fields that are willing to work with adults. Um, or if they've been burned in the past, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to yes. worry about having adults at the stadium. So it's really good that you guys have, it seems like you guys have like this huge community that's really backing you. And I think that's really going to um, make you very successful even coming into this first year. So real quick, before we go, why don't you give us all of your um, contact information and then give us um, where we can contact you on Facebook, Twitter, all those good things. So you can check out our website at wacomadbears.com and a good email just for your general questions or inquiries is info at wacomadbears.com. You can find us on Facebook. That's probably where you'll get the most up-to-date information. You can just type in the search bar, Waco Mad Bears. We are very responsive to all messages that we receive. So any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that. Um, and then... You can always reach me on my cell, 254-227-2773. Well, thank you, ladies, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it, and I hope you guys the best um, on the field and off the field this season. I think it's going to be a, a, a great season for the WFA for 2020. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for the opportunity to help get our name out there and all the information. We greatly appreciate it. It's been wonderful speaking with you, and we look forward to – Speaking to you maybe mid-season, give you an update on how we're doing. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nope. Hold on. Don't hang up. <laughs>